Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Listeners, and welcome to Ohio Mysteries. This is our 10-minute mystery edition, a little slice of intrigue in the middle of your week. I'm your co-host, Steve Yoder, and with me is our storyteller and journalist, Paula Schleiss. Hi, everyone. Paula, before you get into the 10-minute mystery, let's remind our listeners that the best way you can help keep our podcast going is to tell a friend or a family member. Thank you for all of your support so far as we continue to grow. Steve, do you realize we are so close to a thousand followers on Facebook? So if you really want to help us, you know, share some of our posts. Tell your tell your friends and family to come follow us. I mean, I I think we give a a good value for what we do. We we're absolutely free. We spend our own time doing this, and the reward to us is just knowing that you are out there listening and appreciating what we've done. Absolutely. Share, retweet. Let's get to that thousand followers on Facebook. (laughs) Absolutely. Awesome. Well, Steve, tonight I want to tell you about a um, heartbreaking case. There are so many cases of young, hardworking inner city men and women for whom the night shift at a fast food restaurant, gas station, or convenience store is a risk to their very lives. Don't I remember, I mean, your mom worked at a an inner city gas station yes. and had, what, a gun pulled on her once? Yeah, she's, she's uh, yeah. even in a bar she had a inner city yeah, she had a it, gun pulled it, on It's her. scary. And right. sadly, these kinds of cases don't often get the kind of exposure other homicides get. I can't say why, because they are not short on heartbreak. So from time to time, I'd like us all to remember some of these people whose lives ended because they were just making a living, trying to care for themselves and their families and doing it by working the worst hours of the day. Absolutely. So tonight, I'd like us to remember Roderick Clemens. Roderick was 26 years old in 1991. He lived with his mom, Mae Walker, in an apartment on Rhodes Avenue in Akron. He was religious and attended People's Baptist Church. He grew up in Akron's inner city, but had never gotten into trouble. He was a hard worker who wanted more for himself. Roderick landed a job at Church's Fried Chicken and worked at a restaurant on South Main Street for about a year until he could transfer to the Copley Road restaurant. That one was closer to home. He also earned a promotion to assistant manager. 
But the Copley Road restaurant was a bad neighborhood with a lot of bad people hanging around. And to be honest, he'd grown afraid of working there. After a year, Roderick had been considering asking for a transfer to another location. You know, that Copley Road Church's Chicken building is still there. It's closed, though. Is it? It's vacant right now? It's vacant. Wow. Well, Roderick, he didn't ask fast enough. On Sunday, January 13, 1991, he went to work at 4 p.m. He didn't have a car, so his mom dropped him off. The day was uneventful, and as the restaurant prepared to close at 10 p.m., Roderick sent the rest of the employees home. He stayed behind to do a little bookkeeping, counting the receipts, and balancing the books at the end of the day. Yeah, as a manager, you have a lot to do, so... Yeah. Absolutely. Well, after the others left, he called his mom. He had a phone conversation with her to let her know he might need a ride when he was done. Less than an hour later, Roderick was no longer alone inside the restaurant. Whoever joined Roderick must have talked him into opening the door because entry wasn't forced. Maybe it was someone he knew. Maybe it was someone who waved a gun. Whoever it was must have tried to get a point across because there was a bullet hole in the wall, a warning shot, perhaps. But the money taken wasn't enough to satisfy this cold-blooded killer. He ushered Roderick into the women's restroom put the muzzle of the gun against the scalp at the back of his head, and executed him. (sighs) At 11.40 p.m., the restaurant manager stopped in. He'd made arrangements to give Roderick a ride home. He knocked at the front door. It was locked. No one answered. At a second glance, he noticed the back door was wide open. He went in through the back, and he found Roderick's body on the restroom floor. Hmm. He called 911 and tried CPR on his young assistant until the paramedics arrived, but it was too late. More than a year after Roderick's death, his frustrated mother questioned why no one could catch her son's killer. You see so many of them that are solved and you wonder, she said, what's going on? I pray every day and every night they catch who did it. They didn't just have to take his life like that. It really doesn't get better, she told a reporter. The only thing I can do is sympathize with other people who have had this happen. When you lose someone like that, you never get them back. Don't nobody know unless they've been there. The only thing I can tell anybody, it hurts. It's a feeling you always have inside you. Steve, in searching for information about Roderick, I came across the murder of another man in Dayton, Ohio. Six years later, it's not a case related in any way to that of our young victim, but it still kind of gave me chills. He was a young man in his 20s, shot in the head, and his name was Roderick Clemens. On August 2nd, 1997, someone walked into his home and executed him. They took his 1992 dark green Pontiac Bonneville for a ride, then parked it on Main Street in Dayton, and set it on fire. This Roderick was found four days later. He was 29 years old, a native of Memphis who had spent the last 23 years in Ohio. He was a veteran of the U.S. Army, Company A Airborne Platoon, Fort Campbell, Kentucky. He was a son, a brother, and a father who was missed very much 
as evidenced by the little memorials his family would place in the local newspaper for him over the years. To this day, the murders of Roderick Clemens of Akron and Roderick Clemens of Dayton remain unsolved. Yeah, if you ever have any information about any of these cases, call local authorities. You know, try to bring some peace to the family for sure. And it's never too late. No, you, you read stories every day about cold cases getting solved. Somebody admitting something to someone or technology doing the deeds. So. Right. If they can get DNA on Jack the Ripper now, yeah, you never know. Absolutely. Well, that's it for our midweek 10-minute mystery. We'll see you here Sunday for our regular episode. In the meantime, enjoy the rest of your week, and may all of your mysteries have happy endings. The Korean War has sadly been known as the Forgotten War, but half a century earlier, the United States was locked in a bloody conflict in Asia that's been all but erased from the history books. Hi, I'm Alex Hasty, the host of Ohio vs. the World, an American history podcast on the Evergreen Podcast Network. In our newest episode, we speak to experts about the Philippine-American War, America's first Asian counterinsurgency conflict. The heroes, the villains, we'll discuss President McKinley, Admiral Dewey, the vicious brutality of the fighting and the scandals and war crimes that nearly sunk Theodore Roosevelt's presidency. Check out our show, Ohio vs. the World, on the Evergreen Podcast Network for our new episode about America's most forgotten war. Now back to the show.